What's up, guys? Welcome back to another episode of Come At Me, Bro. This is episode nine, following up 8.1 from last week. We are back. We have a few technical difficulties happening with Tyler's microphone, but we have it down to a science. We are going to roll with it. I am one of your hosts, Joey, joined alongside Drew. Merry Christmas. Oh, wait. <laughs> and Tyler. Gobble, gobble. It's uh, just past Thanksgiving. And uh, did you guys know we have a new segment? What segment is that, us. Tyler? This segment is What Did Tyler Eat for Thanksgiving? Uh, we're going to wait. We, if you're caller number five, uh, you'll be able to hear, <laughs> you'll be able to call in and see what I ate, um, try to guess what I ate. So let's see if we have any callers in since this is not a live show. Yep. Up, it sounds like Drew is caller number five. Woohoo! I never win, win anything. <laughs> okay, Drew. So take a guess. Tyler ate something. We're going to say it's not traditional, it's not the turkey. We'll give you that up top. But what do okay. you think he ate? So you already know what it is, Joey? I do. You do? Okay. Huh. Trying to decide how strange. You know, is it going to be something simple like he had chicken instead of turkey? Or is it going to be something exotic like water buffalo? Uh, can I ask a question? Absolutely. Where did you spend Thanksgiving? At my house. At my uh, wonderful abode, uh, Alexandria, Virginia. Alexandria, Virginia. All right, because you know if you said Florida, I might have guessed Gator for Christmas or for Thanksgiving. Okay, I am going to guess that you had deer for Thanksgiving. Uh, ah. Any other guesses? Do we have any other um, powers? How about duck? Oh, we're getting close to waterfowl. Did you have a turducken? We did not have a turducken. Ah. It, it helped you out. I actually cooked it. Um, a frozen pizza? Oh, there it goes. There it goes. I don't know, Tyler. What did you What did you eat for Thanksgiving? I had a goose. I cooked a goose. You had a goose. You cooked a goose. Wow. Uh, uh. How was it? Uh, it was excellent. I still have leftovers. Um, don't know if Julia really liked it, uh, <laughs> but she she had a little bit and she um, seemed a little bit. Uh, appetized and then stuck with the side dishes so but i pretty much cooked all of thanksgiving um and it was just her and i so we didn't have any family it was just her and i and baby fabes uh so it was a That's it was a good goose uh, i was my first good. we we had had a lot of um difficulty figuring out what we're going to do for thanksgiving and so um because we were staying and we were doing our own thing we we're like oh why don't we just get the whole whole foods package and like you know have them cook the turkey and give us a couple sides or whatever, we make the sides. And so when I got down there, it was way too late. It was like two days before Thanksgiving. They were like, yeah, you can't order anything. And I was like, well, that sucks. So then I uh, went around Whole Foods and I was like, that's pretty cool, a goose. So I was like, Julia, I'm picking up a goose. And sure enough, I put it in the oven for two and a half hours, stuck some apples and onions and eggs in there, and now I got goose left over in my fridge. Wow, good times. You that's goosed awesome. your wife on Thanksgiving. Uh, big time. <laughs> okay, so Tyler had a little Uncle Waldo for Thanksgiving, but Drew had something out of the ordinary as well. Tyler, take a guess what Drew had for Thanksgiving. Um, you're in Tennessee. I was in Tennessee. I was in Clarksville with Christina's family. Um, is it something? I mean, was it deer? It was not deer. It almost okay. was deer, though. Uh, Funny was enough. It, was it a? Was it something that can fly? No, it was not. Uh, ostrich? No, it wasn't a bird at all. Dang it. Um, <laughs> Flightless or not. Uh, did it have four legs? 
Yep. Dog. <laughs> no. Cat. The Germans aren't that Korea. weird. <laughs> yeah, German, not Korean. Uh, let me think. One more guess. Uh, it has four legs. Mm-hmm. Uh, it has fur. Yes. Yes. Ar- not the PCA. Yeah. Yeah, it does. Armadillo. Uh, what do you mean yes. I don't know if uh, I would say. Well, food. okay, so you're you're overthinking it. It's still a pretty traditional meat. A pig. No, the other Closer. one. Cow. Yeah, it was beef. Christina's uh, so, mom made a uh, made a German roast that was really good. A German roast. You had no turkey. Yep. Nope, no turkey. I mean, this is the first Thanksgiving for me for not having any turkey. At least I, I think a, it might have been my first without any at all as well. At least I had a bird. That's true. You did still have a bird, but I had German food, which is not at all American. So you know, go me. <laughs> Do you think Canadians have? Uh, they have a Thanksgiving. Do you think they eat turkey? Probably eating moose. <laughs> or goose. Canadian I thought geese, moose was like know. a big symbol up there. No, that's like us eating the bald eagle. <laughs> Except there's a lot more moose running around than there are bald eagles flying around. It might be okay. Uh, no, there's actually quite a few number of bald eagles in Alaska. They're like seagulls in Alaska. Fun fact <laughs> of the day. Wow, okay. You know, we should probably start talking about sports. Yeah, sports podcast, guys. Yes. So, okay, we had some beef here. We had some, what'd you eat, Tyler, again? Goose. Quail? No, what was it? Goose. We need a That's goose right. sound. Yeah. Armadillo. <laughs> there you go. I think Drew wins that one. Thanks. Okay, guys, we had a lot Small of college victories. football happen this last week as well with all these good Thanksgiving meals. Let's kick it off with some college football discussion. So, we are coming up on the championship. The playoffs of college football are just around the corner, a couple weeks left. It's always an exciting time for all of us. We feel like we know a few teams that are going in automatically, and we have a few others that are right on the edge. This year, it looks like three have pretty much locked down their spots, pending anything crazy happening. Those are currently Alabama at 12-0, and Clemson 12-0, and and Notre Dame at 12-0, and with Michigan at 10-2, and Georgia 11-1, and Oklahoma 11-1, and LSU at 9-3, and close behind. Drew, as our resident college football expert, do you expect one of these other teams, or who do you expect in that fourth spot if we keep the top three? If if the top three don't change, and I'm going to go ahead and say that means that both Bama and Clemson win their um, conference championships, Notre Dame doesn't have to play a conference championship, which I think is crap. Different discussion. Um, I, I'm really afraid that most likely it's going to be Ohio State squeezing into that fourth spot, because that would mean Georgia's going to lose a game to Alabama in the SEC championship. Um, Oklahoma's got to beat Texas, which they lost to them earlier in the year. So them beating Texas, I think, would put them into the four spot. But that's going to be a close game. Ohio State has to play Northwestern, um, which really shouldn't be much of a challenge at all. So more than likely, and as much as it hurts me, pretty sure it's going to be Ohio State moving into that fourth spot. Now, crazy things could happen. Uh, There's a lot of weird scenarios, but just from the outset looking in, uh, I, my money would be on Ohio State if all these teams that are playing win their championships, though. Uh, Oklahoma should be the one ahead of them. I'm going to say no to Ohio State. I do not think they make it in. And you do know more about college football as far as how this weighs on the committee than I do. But I feel like a close loss to Alabama or even a decently close loss to Alabama is a higher quality win than Ohio State taking down Northwestern, in my opinion. The like only- for Georgia on their case. But that'll be two losses, and the committee does some weird things. They're not going to put a two-loss Georgia in over a one-loss Oklahoma or one-loss Ohio State. 
I just I Ohio State. I hope Ohio State doesn't make it. What about Oklahoma though? So Oklahoma coming in here against Texas. Texas is a good team, ranked number fourteen currently, up against number six Oklahoma. Yes, Oklahoma lost earlier in the year to them, but I think Oklahoma could pull out this victory as well. Absolutely. If if Oklahoma wins this game against Texas, they are the number four team. There's no doubt in my mind. I don't think there's any room for debate. Largely because not only does that mean they beat Texas, who is ranked, um, whose only losses this year, well, they lost at the season opener to Maryland, but the other loss was to Oklahoma State and West Virginia, uh, two great teams. Um, but more importantly, Ohio State's one loss was to Purdue who finishes the year a nice round six and six, uh, five and four within the conference. So I, I mean, that includes losses to uh, Missouri, Eastern Michigan, and Northwestern. So it, it's not exactly like this was a crazy team that Ohio State should have lost to. And it's not even that uh, they barely beat them. They beat them 49 to 20. Um I don't think the committee can overlook that, no matter how the season ends, especially because their last game is going to be against Northwestern. Okay, Tyler, do you like the Sooners here? Do you like the Bulldogs? Or do you feel like Ohio State's going to scoot their way in in that fourth spot? Uh, I really like Georgia. I think Georgia has a better chance um, of getting in. Um, Oklahoma, uh, I loved how they beat West Virginia as much as I like West Virginia. I think that is their their biggest ticket. If you look at who Clemson has played, they've hardly played anyone. They are pretty much like a savory mashed potato. If we're talking about Thanksgiving on the topic, (laughs) they're a savory mashed potato. They're good, but you know, I think they're going to get in. They're going to easily beat Pittsburgh. Um, Notre Dame. Gosh, it kills me. They don't have to play any more games. They can just sit back and relax and they're pretty much in. They, to me are like, you find stuffing in a box like that. That's how crappy they are. Like no one wants just stuffing for Thanksgiving from a box um, because yes, they played some teams. Um, but if we look, okay, yeah, they beat Michigan, big whoop, but and they beat Northwestern. That's respectable. But everyone else, I mean, is garbage. You might as well be UCF. That that's where Notre Dame to me sometimes is like, is their UCF. Um, where they're just some independent standing and they don't have to play anyone. Um, I, and their only like big one is Michigan. So it, it kind of kills me that Notre Dame is in. Would I be surprised if Notre Dame somehow didn't get in? Not really. I mean, the teams they've played, they might as well have been UCF. And to me, um, Oklahoma and Ohio State have the best chance. I like Oklahoma going in over – if they have to – they have a hurdle to climb. It'd be Oklahoma because Alabama is going to beat Georgia, unfortunately, and that's going to leave Oklahoma to get in. Um, UCF is there's no way UCF is getting in. They might as well be a can of molded uh, cranberries. That that's UCF <laughs> because people want to say how great they are. Literally, the whole thing has to be turned upside down in order for UCF to get in, which is Alabama losing, um, Clemson losing, and somehow Oklahoma losing. Actually, I think for UCF to get in, they need Alabama to win to basically make Georgia irrelevant from getting considered and then Clemson, Oklahoma, and Ohio State to lose. But even then, I don't think the committee's going to put them in now because they look at injuries and they've lost their star quarterback who has been their quarterback the last two years, this run of dominance 
quote dominance that they've had. Um, I still think they're a really good team. They, they definitely deserve to be a top 10 team, but I think the committee will see that injury and realize that this team is not going to be even what it was earlier this year. It's already not what it was last year. They're already not as good as that team last year. Um, but without that quarterback, they're definitely not good enough to be in the top four this year. Um, so unless something really crazy happens, I, I don't see it. Yeah, I think it's going to be Oklahoma, to be honest. I think Georgia might be the better of the two teams. But like you said, Drew, the way they look at losses is huge in this. A late-season loss, even if it's against an Alabama team that looks like they should almost play in the NFL, it's still a loss. And an 11-2 and record looks a lot worse than a 12-1 and at the end of the season. So I think Oklahoma is going to take that fourth spot for me, at least. Is it crazy that Alabama's quarterback, Tua, has only played like one fourth quarter? <laughs> Like, it's, is that absurd? It is absurd. Like, Alabama's literally just been playing high school teams. Like, that's all they've been doing all year is just playing high school teams. Like, yeah. it just it, it boggles my mind. You can't think of any other dominance. It's like LeBron James facing a college team. Like, yeah. this is what LeBron James would be in college. Yeah. It'd be three, and... four national championships if he got that far in into college. Um, but it's just sickening of like how good it is. I mean, if you watch the Alabama Auburn game, Auburn threw everything they had at Alabama, and Alabama just said, "Okay, cool. You threw us everything. Now you've literally gone <laughs> through the whole playbook left and right. Now you literally can't do anything else." And yep. Alabama, and then just, it was the second half. <laughs> and say, yeah, in the second half, yeah. And it it just it boggles my mind how good Alabama is, and it's very very scary to see this team go up against anybody. Um, so who, I mean, I kind of want to take the correction, the take the direction of like, who can, can anyone beat Alabama? Nope. No one has I, a chance. I think the closest team that has a chance, even though they haven't played anybody. So it'd be great for them if they got to play someone else good first would be Clemson simply because they have a lot of offensive weapons. The only way you're going to beat Alabama is by spreading out that defense. Uh, if you try to run it at them, that defense is too good, and they're going to stop you every time. If you can spread them out and make it a lot of one-on-ones, someone's going to mess up, and they have a good enough quarterback to take advantage of that. Now, that's if he can stay standing long enough to get rid of it. But if anyone is going to be able to score points on Alabama, it's going to be Clemson. If that's enough, I don't know, but it could be. Yeah, I just I don't think they can get it done. This Alabama squad, I mean, they've looked dominant the last couple of years, really the decade it feels like. But overall, the team this year seemed even that much more dominant. Clemson is a great team. They're 12-0. and Their record is there. The points are there. They're getting the job done. But up against Alabama, I don't know. It just it feels like a whole nother league almost where Alabama's playing right now. And when we talk about who's going to get that fourth seed, it's really who's going to get first loser in this college football playoffs. Alabama's going to get a bye week practically. Yeah, it's going to be pretty funny. I mean, it's just, it's ugly right now. But of these teams, okay, so let's say it happens like that. Alabama up against whoever, they win. Then you have Clemson, Notre Dame. Are you taking Clemson over Notre Dame then, Drew? Yeah, I, I, I'm going to be honest and say that I have not watched Notre Dame this year, really. Um, a, a little bit since they made a quarterback change, which is the reason they're undefeated. If they had stuck with their original uh, starting quarterback, they would not be where they are. Um, 
but they have looked pretty impressive in the highlights and in the things that I've seen. Most of their games have been pretty big wins. Um, they, they had a couple of close ones, like I said, early on before they made the quarterback change. But since they've had the quarterback change, they've scored a lot of points. So I think they could do a little bit of damage, but I think Clemson's offense is just... It, they've got their offense figured out, and it's going to be too much for, for the Notre Dame defense. Um, I really wish they had to play a conference champion, but I do think that they do deserve to be in this in this spot where they're at. They, they've played their way there because they haven't lost to any bad teams, which is what they've played. All right, between Notre Dame and UCF, who's going to win? If the two actually played? Yeah, I mean, because that's kind of your conference championship there because UCF hmm. has only played 11 games. But, I mean, they're going to play their conference championship on Saturday. They're going to play their conference championship on Saturday against Memphis. Right. Then, and then their Notre Dame other game and was at that point, canceled. UCF have both played 12 games. Right. Um. Well, I don't know much about UCF's backup quarterback. If they had their quarterback, I would actually pick UCF over Notre Dame. Um, as it is right now, probably Notre Dame, just because that offense won't have a new key piece trying to get his, his, his feet under him uh, in a big game. But. Yeah, I'm going Notre Dame 100% on this one. I would say even with the starting quarterback, I would take Notre Dame. Is it funny how like Notre Dame's independent standings is that they're not even like number one? BYU is in front of them. <laughs> really? Wait, what? Even though BYU six and six, Notre Dame hasn't played a conference game yet. I mean, they haven't played within their conference. Being that it's <laughs> BYU, they don't have Notre one. Dame, RB, Liberty, New, Mer- New Mexico State, and UMass. Cool. Yeah, but that's not a conference. That's all the teams that aren't in a conference. I know, but just you go to ESPN, it says, you know. <laughs> right. No, that is really funny. And, and Notre Dame only gets the consideration they do because of their legacy. You know, if UCF had been around doing like what Notre Dame's been doing, then, you know, they'd get this consideration and probably be in the top four. But Notre Dame's that old football school and where it all began and blah, blah, blah. We think we're special, so they get this consideration. Now, wait a minute. Wait a minute. I think the strength of schedule for Notre Dame is stronger, though. What are you talking about? Notre Dame? What I team, give them Michigan. What team, what team currently is in the top 25 that Notre Dame has played other than Michigan? Uh, I don't know about currently, but when they played them at the time, Syracuse was, Northwest was. No, uh, Let me see. Pittsburgh was. No, they weren't. No, they weren't. I've got the teams pulled up. The only team they played three teams that were ranked at the time. Four they're teams, all garbage. Excuse me. Michigan, we already talked about. Stanford, Virginia Tech, and Syracuse. Dumpster fire, dumpster fire, mild dumpster fire. Oh wow, mine is different than your guys. Interesting. So if you go on ESPN and look at the schedule, it has what the teams were ranked when they played them. Gotcha. Yeah, Google's might be different then. I think Google terrible. updates the rankings. Okay, so then to Tyler's question, the answer would be three as of current. Three as of currently, and that's Northwestern, Pittsburgh, which I don't even count. And Syracuse. And Syracuse, I don't even... Syracuse You're Pittsburgh. telling me you think their schedule is weaker than UCF's? I don't think it's much I, better. I never said it's weaker. I just think, I think they're very in similar category. Um... So do you agree with me that it's stronger then? That UCF or Notre Dame is stronger? That Notre Dame schedule was stronger? Not by much. But you do agree? 
by like if we're if we're talking about a track meet by less than half a second. That's fine. Still wins the race. I'll take a win. Uh, but I mean, we, we can. <laughs> I mean, Alabama can be. What's the difference between a twenty-point win and it, yeah? I mean, yes, your point is exactly yes. The win is a win, but what with college football in this case, we're looking at how they have won, and with Notre Dame playing so many close games against so many garbage teams, it to me might as well be UCF. But we've seen that so many years. They don't really look at how tight the games are. They have to now. Like it's I happened mean, they have to so, you have to have so many teams. times before. They're doing it right now. They're trying to figure out how much they win by. I mean, we just said their quarterback. We have to look at UCF. Do they have a quarterback? Nope, not anymore. So they're looking into that. They're looking at other factors. But at least from historical evidence, they've weighed injuries higher than they've rated scores as far as close longevity. I wouldn't know. I'm not in the room. <laughs> I mean, we've just we've been burned on this before, trying to predict on closeness of scores, and they have burned us. It just doesn't seem to be the way the committee looks at it. Yeah, I've been doing which it. I think is unfortunate. Yeah, you know, I've been yeah, doing they... this for years, so I have no idea. Clueless. Just I don't know. It's interesting. It's such an interesting committee they got going on there. I mean, college football in general, like coming down to. I, it's just it's tough. I I can't imagine breaking it down like this. Like at least with March Madness, and we still argue about bubble teams, but you have so many more fields to fill. College football, we're only sending four teams through, and a lot of these teams are making good bids for it. Uh, I don't say good bids. I mean they're making a bid. It's not a good bid. But I mean in comparison, like if you're just gonna look at record or if you're gonna look at strength of schedule, a lot of these are pretty darn close to one another. Well, that's why you can't look at just record anymore you have to look at strength of schedule you have to look at the wins you have to look at oh yeah exactly you got to look at every so, freaking thing so okay unfortunately what, what, we're not what, on the what committee conference what um okay and here's here's the next question and then i want to kind of go to another subject what's more difficult predicting the top 64 or predicting the final four what would you rather do if you had to be in a room and say hey we want to select you for either the ncaa uh basketball championship or the ncaa football I mean, out of raw easiness, I think it's easier to predict the four for college football. I think it's easier to pick four than the bubble teams at the end of the N64. Yeah. The N64, the NCAA March Madness 64. Yeah, I think I agree. You you get so much more ambiguity when you get to those bottom 10 or so teams that get into the, the March Madness tournament. You know, of these, of these 20 teams with identical records, which one's record is good enough? Here, it's at least... You know, you're we're going to be looking at maybe six or eight teams seriously being considered for it, and realistically, even less than that. It'll be more like five or six at the most uh, come the end of next weekend. So, do you think the committee is considering? They know Alabama is going to be one. Are they considering? All right, who's going to have the best chance against? Um. Who's going to have the best chance to beat Alabama? Georgia, Oklahoma, Ohio State, or UCF? No, I don't think they think about it that way. <laughs> don't have a little bit of that? I would imagine they have their own private thoughts, but I'm I'm pretty confident that when they're ranking these teams, they're not thinking of the best matchups. They're thinking of, you know, who's two, who's three, who's four. Otherwise, they would have had Alabama and Georgia play each other 
in the playoff last year because it would have been an immediate rematch and it would have been a team that showed they could beat them and all this good stuff. You know, it would have it would have made more sense for them to have them meet first if that's how they were really thinking about it. Yeah, and we've seen it time and time again. They look at wins versus losses more than the closeness of games. They've done it so many years, and it's pissed me off many, many years for who they pick in that fourth spot. Hmm. But overall, I think Drew is right. I think they do go into it with a clearness of mind, at least when it comes to the voting. They're going to pick the teams that have represented best based on strength of schedule, based on who they think is going to do well at the end of the year, and based on conference championships, based on the end win streaks that they go on. Like A team on a six-win streak is looking a lot cleaner than a team on a two-loss streak. And it's getting more and more competitive in college football at the top. Now you have these three teams that look extremely good. That fourth team is probably going to get slaughtered by Alabama, regardless of who you pick. But they're going to try to pick the best one. So, Georgia, Oklahoma, and Ohio State win. Who's in? (laughs) That was exactly the question I was going to ask. If Georgia beats Alabama, what is your new top four? I'm glad we're, we're thinking the same thought here. Notre Dame's out, Alabama's in, Clemson's in, Georgia's in. I think I think the same thing, but he spoke quickly and he lagged, so I'm not 100% sure. Georgia, Bama, Clemson, Oklahoma. That's, yeah, I think your, I think your rankings become Clemson, or yeah, Clemson, Georgia, Oklahoma, Bama. I think that becomes your top four in that scenario simply because they will consider that Notre Dame doesn't have to play um, a conference championship and their their record is just so-so, even against teams that are just so-so. Yeah. But, I mean, the record is obviously perfect, but their performance has been so-so, and they will look at that, especially in that situation where they're having to look at what is possibly the best team ever in college football, this Alabama team. Uh, there's no other way to describe them this year. Um, I don't think that's hyperbole. Uh, that I- anyone can lose, so I think that's going to make them have to consider: okay, who's looked the best in all these games? And yeah, I, I think you're right that Notre Dame comes out of that. I hope. And correct me if I'm wrong; these are not up to date rankings yet, are they? Um, the AP rankings should be correct. Those came out already. Okay. Um, I don't know if I don't think the coaches poll has been updated as of yet. Maybe it has. Oh yeah, I'm um, looking at out of date rankings. No, I don't. Oh no, it has. I was looking at old rankings. But yeah, college yeah, yeah. football, the playoff rankings don't come out until Tuesday, so they're and they're usually pretty close. It'll be interesting to see how they shift some things around. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Michigan did get knocked down because I was. They were up high. They were in four on my poll, and I'm like, yeah. that's not going to stay. No, they're already down to eight. Okay, yeah, Coach's poll is also updated. Sweet. Yeah, I switched over. Yeah, no, I think I take the same teams as you, Drew. I I think it would be hard to differentiate. I think the real question mark is going to be, does Alabama stay in, or does someone scoot up into that spot like a Notre Dame? If they were to lose. No, it's the same thing that happened last year. Alabama won, or lost, and they were still in. Um, Alabama's in no matter what. Uh, It's if... Ohio State and Oklahoma both win. That's going to be the big, the big decision because Alabama is most likely going to beat Georgia. When Oklahoma and Ohio State win, that's going to be a coin flip. Yeah, and I still just think it's got to be Oklahoma. It'll it'll 
tick me off to no end if they put in Ohio State, and I don't, I don't see what argument you could possibly make for Ohio State to be in over Oklahoma, assuming they both win. Do we, can either of you see an argument for that at all? And, and I'm actually asking honestly. I am open to listening to arguments if you have something that would make that make sense. I mean, I think your biggest argument is the fact they just dominated Michigan, who was number four this past week. I don't even count 62 that to 39. I mean, but that's the only thing I think you can really argue as far as positive. I don't really think there's much else. And what are you trying to, Drew? What's the, can you spark the conversation and what's the. So let's pretend, like we were already saying, that Bama wins, Clemson wins, Oklahoma wins, and Ohio State wins. If the committee put in Ohio State at number four over Oklahoma, what would their reasoning be? What is. What would it be that would make Ohio State deserve it more than Oklahoma if they both win their game? Um, you know, if, if you were the committee, what would your argument be to say, this is why Ohio State deserved it more than Oklahoma? Is it because they'll blow out Northwestern? Is it because Oklahoma struggled against Texas, who beat them earlier in the year? You know, is it bias because of conference? Like, what, what do you think the committee's real reasoning would be for putting in Ohio State? Or... Can you not think of a reason? I'm looking, and I'm looking, and I'm looking. What scares me is Ohio State almost lost to Maryland. We wouldn't be talking about this right now if Maryland had beaten Ohio State, um, which is really scary because I remember, I mean, it was just last week. Maryland almost had a chance to beat Ohio State, and then think Ohio State would be gone. Um, and that would leave room for Michigan to have a better chance, um, to get in as well. I like Oklahoma, um, because I think they have, I feel like the big 10, or sorry, the big 12 is a little bit better than the big 10. Is that what it is, right? Correct. Um, even though you... Ohio State plays Michigan and Penn State. I feel like Oklahoma playing Texas Tech, playing playing Texas, playing Oklahoma State, um, and West Virginia. West Virginia is a very, very good team. And so if Oklahoma can pull it out, I would say they have the better strength of schedule. Um, Ohio State plays off of emotion. Um, if I had 100 bucks, I probably would have gone for Ohio State against Michigan in that game. Um and Penn State should have beaten Ohio State as well. So I, I, I like Oklahoma as a better team than Ohio State. I mean, I feel like we're all leaning toward Oklahoma. I don't think we're leaning. I think we've all made it pretty clear that it should yeah. be Oklahoma over Ohio State. But that's why we're, yeah, I think that's why we're not I the just, committee. I just find it interesting that my personal opinion i feel like every year when there is this debate it's easy to come up with an argument why a different team than the one you really think it is could also be in and i just can't come up with that like you said the closest thing is that win over michigan this week which was pretty impressive but beyond that i don't feel like it's there there's a lot of arguments for them and usually you it really can be a debate uh from all sides and i just I don't see that. Maybe it's because we all hate Ohio State, so we're just not trying. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, they have a bunch of hemp leaves on their freaking helmet. I mean. Oh, my God. That's what they look like. I'm with Tyler. 
<laughs> I, I don't know. I mean, I never. I don't know what hemp is, but that's what people tell me. Um, this is what. Let me to wrap this up. This is what Ohio State is. Okay, Ohio State's looks like a pumpkin pie, smells like a pumpkin pie, but when you eat it, it's a sweet potato pie, and you just want to spit it out. That is what Ohio State is. They look like they're good. They act like they're good, and then you put them up against a team, and they don't give you what you want. They give you a big yeah. You know, there's a lot of people that would choose pie. sweet potato pie over pumpkin pie. Well, they just need to get over themselves then. <laughs> okay, they don't know what they're talking about. Are you one of those people? Uh, Are you one of those people? No, I hate sweet potato. So I thought. It looks like but I, if. If you're expecting it for dessert, I don't think you're you are okay with it being a sweet potato pie. That's right. Correct. A lot of people like that, man. Isn't that a side dish though, not a dessert? Who in the right mind wants sweet potato pie? Uh, No, it's it's definitely dessert. Sweet potato pie dessert. There are a lot of people that eat. I guess it's sweet potato. I think I guess I'm thinking of sweet potato casserole, which is and they do it with like a cinnamon and they do whipped cream on top. No, that's called pumpkin pie. I've worked in restaurants for seven years, sir. Trust me. You'd be surprised. <laughs> but yeah, I, I, I don't know. It's just interesting. I feel like none of us really like Ohio State as far as the outlook. They've got in before. We feel like they've been a bit weaselly about the way they've come on late in the season. But if we look at any factor, it's got to be the game against Michigan. Yes, Michigan may not be playing to the best of their ability, but they were the number four team going into that game. 62-39 as far as the scoreline. Ohio State trounced them. Again, scorelines have not come into play as much as far as committee voting goes in the last couple seasons, though. But from all of our perspectives, Oklahoma would be that fourth team. With that being said, do you expect Alabama to lose in the championship to Georgia? No, but, I mean, anything is possible. I'd like Georgia, I would like to see a good game. What I've been disappointed in is no one has played Alabama completely. They've all given up in the third or fourth quarter. Um, it's like watching the Buffalo Bills. I just pray that the Bills have a good game and that they compete all the way through and that they don't just get blown out. And that's all Alabama has done. And it's very now, I want, I want to jump on that and say, though, I don't think it's teams are giving up. I think it's more that Alabama's wearing them down. Like, this Alabama team is tough, and they just come at you hard for the whole freaking game. Like, it's not teams just saying, hey, we're not going to win. We're down by two touchdowns. It's teams saying, we can't keep up. We're out of breath. Semantics. Point is, <laughs> it becomes a blowout. Exactly. I mean, yeah, it's it's tough to play against this team. They are so freaking good. Yeah. I, okay, so yeah. last but not least, we're wrapping up the episode. Prediction for college football playoffs. Without knowing the teams, who are you taking on top? I'll be taking Alabama. Big surprise there. Anyone else? I don't feel like this is a great question to ask because we're all just going to say Alabama. Unless Tyler decides to say Are we, are we say all saying Alabama? Clemson. I can see Tyler with Clemson. Clemson. Okay, Drew? Uh, Northwestern. No, I'm just kidding. I'm picking Alabama. Wow, Drew with the outside pick there. <laughs> I you go okay, guys. <laughs> I'm going with Virginia Tech. <laughs> oh, they did have a great game, but it was well. Great is one great way to game. Yeah, right. It I was think, a win. Oh it was pretty gosh. ugly on both sides of the ball. That was a crazy game. Okay, I know we're wrapping up, but I mean, do you really think Virginia Tech needs an extra game? Huh? I mean, Virginia Tech's playing an extra game. Okay. Because they got canceled, and so if they. The only reason why they're oh. playing this extra game is because they beat UVA to see if they can get into a bowl game. Yeah, I think that's fair. Think yeah, fair. I don't blame them. Yeah, why not? They in have fact, I was actually going to that game that got canceled. They've got the week for it, and it's not like they're adding a game that currently did that never existed. You know, it's it's a game that they already had scheduled. So, 
Wait, they already, I don't see a problem they already scheduled the Marshall game? No. No, no, no. It was actually a um, it was an ECU game that got canceled because of the hurricane. Right. I, ju- I just mean like they had another game scheduled that got canceled. Yeah. They didn't just create another game out of nowhere. So I don't have yeah, a problem yeah, yeah, with yeah. it. It's fair. It's within the boundaries. No, Marshall's not in the conference. Well, it doesn't matter if it's in Is the conference. Is ECU in the conference? No, they're All not. All right, then. That's what I thought. Is ECU better than Marshall? I don't know about Why that Why does either. it matter? Probably not. <laughs> They're gonna go through. It's this. just another game to put on their resume. Well, no, I mean this is big implications. This is whether Virginia Tech extends their bowl streak or not. If they don't win this game, they don't go to a bowl game. They- exactly. So I would one hundred percent put it on the schedule. I mean, if you're trying to reschedule a game, I think you have to put one on the schedule here. You don't want to just lose because you didn't play the full amount of games. They're just gonna lose anyways. We'll see about that. I'll take Virginia Tech to win in that one. All right. Uh, just for the record, um, Marshall is currently. Where'd they go? I just have them. Statistician, uh, college professional Drew Man. Here we go. They are uh, eight and three overall, sitting in third in Conference USA behind Florida International and MTSU. So, not a bad team. Might as well be UCF. <laughs> Oh. oh my gosh. Got him. Okay, guys, let's wrap this up. This has been Come oh, At Me Bro, episode sorry. nine. One second. Drew's interrupting. I'm interrupt you. Uh ECU uh is three and eight this yep. year and second to last in the American Athletic Conference. So they are playing so they a upgraded. better team. Yeah. Sorry, go ahead and do uh do your thing, Joey. Start from, <laughs> you can start Thanks from again scratch. for listening, guys. Come at me, bro nine. Virginia Tech up against Marshall. Tyler's taking Marshall. I'm taking Virginia Tech. Drew is taking a good game, and that will end it here for us today. Social media shout-outs, Twitter. Come check us out at CAMB Podcast on Twitter. You can also email us any questions, comments, concerns, anything like that. We'd love to talk about them on the show. Email us at Podcast at otnmedia.org. Thanks again for listening, guys, and we'll catch you next week. Let's go, Buffalo. This podcast is part of the Overtime Network. Get more at OvertimeNetwork.com.